I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Mighty Main Street is a business show about our small businesses in Salt Lake County and the state of Utah. These extraordinary business owners share their journeys of how they're thriving in today's business environment. Visit Salt Lake and Utah Office of Tourism make this program possible. Amber DeVoe with Basalt Day Spa. I'm so happy to have you on Mighty Main Street today. And by the way, you're brought to us by Visit Salt Lake. And I understand that you co-own Basalt Day Spa with Jasmine Percy. Is that correct, Jasmine Percy? Yes, that is correct. And she's not on the call today because I know she just had a a beautiful baby, and so we totally understand that. In fact, pretty soon she's going to need Basalt Day Spa. She's going to want a little break (laughs) from that bug and be able to come and get some of your amazing services. So, Amber, as we were mentioning earlier, you guys have been around since 2015. So I'm really looking forward to hearing, first of all, all about the day spa, and then also what you did to be able to get through this – this COVID situation and what it did for, from a business standpoint, what you've learned, and how you're going to continue to grow this amazing business. So welcome to Mighty Main Street, Amber. It's a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, how did you get through COVID? Thank you so much for having us our and pleasure. chatting with me today. So, you know, when we first shut down our business, when we needed to in March, we were, of course, terrified by having to do so. At the time, we and there were 17 of us working there, and so we just felt nervous. And you know, there were a lot of unknowns at that time. But immediately, Jasmine and I just were started having you know meetings over the phone and doing lots of Zoom calls, taking courses online on how you know what kind of course we needed to take from there to be able to hopefully reopen as soon as possible, but do so safely for our staff and for the community. Luckily, you know, two and a half months into closing, we were, we felt that it was a good time. We felt like we had all of our ducks in a row to be able to open as safely as we could for our staff and for our clients. That's what we did. We just made sure that we implemented a lot of new practices and procedures and policies, doing health and wellness checks for both our staff and the clients that we're visiting. We installed these new air purification system throughout the each treatment room and throughout the space that kills, you know, 99.9% of the viruses and 
um, bacteria, both airborne and on surface. So we felt like between those things and, you know, just really implementing good disinfect, like um, disinfecting practices that we were really already doing beforehand that we've been able to really make it through this safely as possible. And we've been able to offer a good place for people to come visit and get a break from their day and get a little bit more peace in their life and support the health and wellness of our community. Two and a half months is still that. I mean, we were just right smack dab in, in the beginning of the situation. And so you you had customers that started coming in like two and a half, three months after you somewhat closed down and then opened up. People started coming in at that time. Yeah. So June 1st, we were able to open our doors again. And of course, you know, we had the mandatory mask policy for our staff and, and for the clients. And so, yeah, people started visiting us and Lucky for us, we are more of a boutique spa, so it's a we don't have like a crowded space of people at once. So it's a really kind of one-on-one type atmosphere. And so we were able to, with all of the other policies and procedures as far as the health and wellness, be able to, we feel like, safely provide services at that point. Do you know what is so cool about all of this, Amber, that you guys have done? This is interesting. I saw this uh, just the other day. Do you know that with all the masks that we've been wearing, washing our hands, cleaning the surfaces, keeping our social distance, all this that we've been doing, we've cut the regular flu down by 99%. In fact, they're actually concerned about how they're going to give regular flu shots next year because they may not have enough research and information oh. on the bodies of the of the flu that we normally get every year. But it's it's cut down 99%. And you know my husband and I and we are all talking about this. We didn't get a cold we didn't get the flu. I mean, we did everything that we were CDC guidelines. We did. We wore a mask. We social distance. We didn't go to credit right. anything. Yeah. And so but so what's cool about this, Amber, and then you go, you and Jasmine put in this wonderful purification system. So all the things that you've done, because we're, we're getting past COVID, Utah is going to be the number one economy. That's just what's going to happen. And your business is going to not only continue to uh, not just bring your regular clients in, but you know you're going to experience growth. And what's so neat about it is that you're going to be keeping back. You're going to be keeping down just a regular flu and colds by keeping it so you know cleaned and I mean as you always did before. But I'm sure you've taken it up a notch, and now you have this wonderful system. So that's what's yeah. one of the good takeaways from this. Don't you agree? I completely agree, and it's interesting that you bring that up because uh, Jasmine and I have been talking, and yes, like having all of those practices and you know the mask and washing the hands, we have actually had less impact on people getting sick when you would think it would be more during a time like this between clients and and staff. So yes, and and same with my personal family. We've noticed the same thing. None of us have gotten the colds that we normally do and, and that sort of thing. So it's been really nice. I'm not, I've, I've got to figure out what my adaptation looks like, but this is something I'm, I, you know, I'm going to change. I'm going to change my behavior because of this, because I can't stand getting colds and I hate getting that annual flu. Tell us yeah. about how did you get in the business, the spa business, which is just an incredible business. It's something we especially need right now, Amber. We really need this and we have pent up demand. But how did you and Jasmine get into this business? You've been doing this now for about six years. I mean, as far as your own business, how did you get into it? Right. Yeah, that's a great question. So Jasmine and I actually met working at another locally owned spa in the late 90s, early 2000s. Jasmine's a licensed massage therapist, and I'm a licensed master esthetician. So we've actually been doing this 
for quite some time. We have over 20 years experience between, you know, with each of us and then, you know, more together combined. So we got in the business both at a, at a young age and we've just always had a passion for the industry and health and wellness and just, you know, making a difference in, in people's lives in a positive way. And, you know, that has also in turn made a difference um, in our lives in a positive way. And so we just have kind of always had this lifelong shared dream to open our own space someday. And so, yeah, we came together quite a few years ago and started talking about that with one another and started on a business plan. And the idea just kind of grew from there and we got right to work on it. So that's how we got started. You know, Amber, it takes a lot to do that. I mean, it's not like you don't have competition. That's just really impressive that it was a passion that you had and it, and your own personal interest of using spas and using services and that uh, that you and Jasmine did that. That is uh, that takes a lot to be able to do something like that. I'm I'm impressed with that. How many staff members oh, do you have? You. So right now we have um including Jasmine and myself, there are 28 of us on our team. So we recently um, went through a growth period this year within the last couple of months. Yeah, we feel really fortunate to have the staff that we do. And a lot of those staff members have been with us since the beginning. And some of them even worked with us before at that other spa that Jasmine and I met at. So we feel like extremely blessed to have the team that we have. Well, it sounds like you got a great team. We're going to take a quick break right now. I'm with Amber DeVoe, and she's a co-owner along with Jasmine Percy of Basalt Day Spa. We're going to be right back in just a few minutes. Amber, stick around. Thanks. If you want to hear this interview again, download the KSL News Radio app or listen anywhere you find great podcasts. Just search Mighty Main Street. We're coming right back on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.